0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, since uh, Valentine's Day is almost around the corner, I figured to uh, drop my top five uh, lists uh, for the whole uh, holiday. I mean, it's nothing but love and all that. But even so, I mean, Valentine's Day is just representing uh, a thing for everyone who's enjoying uh, with themselves with the whole. Uh, hearts, candies, uh, romantic films. Uh, in particular, yeah, the, the obvious, uh, elephant in the room, if you will, uh, is like the, uh, the, uh, you know, <laughs> it's literally, uh, hearts and kisses and romantic films. But even so, uh, there shouldn't be much of an issue for some of us. I mean, it's Valentine's Day of all things. So, of course, like many others, uh, I do have a top five, and <laughs> I, I feel like I actually misplaced it. But even so, um, yeah, uh, top five would be uh, a good start off uh, with the top uh, well number five, which is uh, ten things I ten things I like about you. Uh, this one's not the TV series because uh, I still feel that the TV series beats the movie less. <laughs> but the movie uh, in its original form was better than the TV series. It uh, starred uh, Heath Ledger back then when he was young. Uh, Julia Stiles. Uh, Jordan Gord Levitt. And you know, this was, like, my, uh, my go-to film, uh, while growing up, I mean, it was, like, one of those things where, uh, you know, you're, you're growing up, you're seeing things and everything, and, you know, it's kind of relatable, for it, because, well, I mean, you're, you're trying, you know, to date date one another try and hang out with one another and sure enough you know there's like a ruling for a parent you know even growing up it's like it's always a rule right there like oh you cannot do this unless something happens here or uh something totally different and of course you know this is relatable because there's like two siblings uh one had a date the other one doesn't so they felt like wait a minute in order for you to date she has to date and julia style's character it was like one of those people who no one sees me as dating material they should leave me alone until like George, uh joseph gordon levitt's character likes look at heath Ledger's character he's like hey uh, I have this girl who I'm trying to date, but she can't date anyone, and, and he's like, okay, cool, so, secretly, of course, you know, uh, his character does like her, but it's, like, for the wrong reasons, or the right reasons, compared to the other guy, who is, uh, Andrew Keegan's character, who's trying to date, uh, the other one, and it's, like, a no-no thing, so, I mean, it's one of those, like, teen movies that I used to like, and... I, I would just put that on as my top five right there. Uh, my top four... And, uh, this is... This is even actually kind of funny for this one. Uh, and believe it or not, it is actually categorized as a, uh... As a romantic film, if you believe it or not. Uh... The film I'm talking about is uh Rich Crazy Asians. Uh, which is, you know, uh, a story about uh a guy who is slowly uh dating this person who is not uh rich. Like someone who is like born in the US and doesn't like doesn't understand the whole uh the whole rich thing until she is getting over to shingapore of all places which is a lovely uh view of things uh for his best friend uh for a best friend's uh wedding uh plot twists. uh he is like literally the most uh think of bruce wayne (laughs) but minus the uh Minus the uh, you know Dark Knight deal, because this this is basically what what it, what it sums up to me. Because this person who's thirst poor and wants to go to the wedding with her best friend, but uh, even so, learning that his family is like extremely wealthy, and to me that's like pulling out the uh, pulling out the red flag. Like, why aren't you dating him? go after him and the only problem is is that she she has to seek approval of his mother who is this very known um wealthy lady with poles and twists uh that works with a a lot of things on that and i'm thinking to myself like okay that 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 in itself already proves in in the relationship that if she wants to date her her son she must you know endure everything that he he doesn't want to show so uh i might i might have a flack on this one but even so i would still kind of count this as a romantic film but even so uh this is actually an animated film uh that is uh well it's definitely animated (laughs) uh the movie's called your name in english uh it's an english title but the um actual title to this is uh kimi no Nago. ah kimi no na wa and it's basically uh and i i will have to like kind of describe it because i literally had to look at this in the form of its uh subtitle because i feel that it was more native than the actual you know other one the other dub person the dub uh thing and the story goes is that these are two incredibly strange people like had no connection to begin with whatsoever nothing to draw them close to one another and yet somehow in some you know weird twist or form in a way that they are seeing each other in like dreams and no matter what it's like every single time they go into the dream and they're trying to learn one another they completely forget one another until like towards the end like wait a minute you look familiar and she realized who he is and she asks, what's your name now in the self uh in this uh form of this film i felt like it was like you know a much needed uh look over and i thought like oh okay this is this this is in in some form uh, a star-crust lover uh deal and i find it very very potent that this is a fantastic way of explaining a love story without actually being told it's a love story so yeah that's so far my number three (laughs) uh my number two and this was like one of the hardest ones that i actually try to get an idea of but even so i I cannot not find uh, a reason to see any relationship with this one here and the movie's called love rosie uh And this is about uh, two people Grew up, growing up one another They're friends when they were kids They were friends throughout uh, school And then high school And then realizing that something's going on, you know And sure enough, you know It's it's a friend relationship that they both have one another And it just kind of Dons on the both of them While they're like in In some sort of relationship thing That She is Not only was pregnant And she had him Being like with her Every step of the way uh, Until her family moved her over Across the uh, pond if you will But even so He finds time to You know write her letters Hear about her day and then it it's just basically you know it's like the friendship is already established. there's already a good foundation. just go ahead and marry one another. but oh and lo and behold not only she's raising her kid, he's like doing whatever to not <laughs> not try to be with her, but there's so many like things in this film that he should be with. and he doesn't he doesn't come to realize it until like the eve of his wedding which is like a, a family announcement that uh, her daughter uh, just like felt heartbreaking need. And it was like the second point of view where he's describing like, uh, if you really love that person, you should go get her. And, and it doesn't really dawn on him until he says these words. And even so, uh, this film is like, it's, it's one haha moment after another. And even so, this is like a lovely, lovely, little story just to watch and it's adapted from a book called where rainbows ends and even so uh this film was a second second look on my part because i had to make sure i'm looking at this very carefully also starts uh lily collins who is the um daughter of uh the singer songwriter and one part of genesis uh phil collins which In itself, it explains about how well established she is with uh, any part of the uh, organization of entertainment. And, uh, yeah, that would be, like, my number two for my top one, because there were so many others. Uh, My top one, and I still have to, like, mention the honorables first. (laughs) And, of course, uh, 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 there's only, like, two of them that is, like, more prominent. So, there's, like, another top five of those. The honorable mentions would be uh, The Age of Annaline uh, with Blake Lively. Uh, the Princess Bride. Uh, of course, that's a an 80s trope that is fantastic. Uh, Remember Me... Yes, I add a Robert Patterson in this. I, I'm just kind of happy I didn't add Twilight, all right? <laughs> uh, a Star is Born. Now, even so, I will get flack for this one because here's the thing. Um, when A Star is Born, it does deals with two people falling in love, but it's also the guy's, like, guy's, like, little reaction or so in him that he's, like, and I'm feeling depressed. I'm not feeling it anymore. You go do your thing. I do mine. And and then ends with a tragedy. Even though he was supposed to get better. You know? Uh, second to the honor mentions. If I remember this correctly. I mentioned Madeline. Oh no. Last. Last honor of mention. Anyway so. I'll probably get um more say in this one uh the film uh the fault in our stars uh that in itself was already like uh a wonderful story to tell but even so it's a tragic story because of course this is like two lovers uh they both have uh diseases she can't uh live without uh oxygen he has some sort of uh he has some sort of uh condition himself that deals with his lungs or whatever and and this is inspired uh by a real life story uh by esther earl whom she, uh, passed away, sadly, uh, at an early age of 16, uh, due to, uh, thyroid cancer, and this is, like, terrible, because it's, like, this is, like, this is what happens, this is, this is how sometimes, uh, tragedy works, but even so, um, with the tragedy of this film, uh, it really gets to you in all that. So uh yeah, that that's my honorable mentions. And even so this last one here, yeah, I'm gonna probably get talks or something like that, or just get double looks on this one. Uh the last one is what's your number? <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing about it is because uh the film What's Your Number uh deals with Anna Faris, uh like going through how many how many uh people she's been through, right? And sure enough that uh, She's gone like 23 Or felt like 23 And whoever she's going to be with Or no she's gone with 22 And then she felt like like Whoever's going to be like 23 Would be her last Because she saw this in an article Like if you got more than 23 lovers That's it you cannot be You know you're not loved And so she's running down Like the list like wait a minute I'm. I'm just gonna go run back to see who who I can be with, and sure enough, uh, her next door neighbor is none other than uh, Captain America himself. Uh, <laughs> Captain America himself, uh, Chris Evans, uh, being this amazing, awesome uh, bandmate uh, to a wedding cra- to a wedding band. And he's, like, making sure that whatever she goes through, she's doing fine. And he has to track track them down for her, trying to figure it out. But even so, it's, like, it's kind of funny because, you know, her next number, or whoever is going to be with, is going to be with her forever. And I am so wrong with the number. It's 19. <laughs> she's been with 19 guys. I feel like I say, say 37, uh, but, <laughs> but even so, uh, this film is a gem, uh, in my book, so to speak, because this deals with, um, it deals with a woman who's trying to find, you know, the love of her life, her soulmate in a way. And he's like literally next door. And, you know, and she's like passing by all these other guys that she's been with. and, even so, there is a number of guys in this film that even I'm, I'm surprised that they were in here. Uh, one of which is being her uh, ex-husband, uh, Chris Pat, being discussing Donald. Which was back then. Uh, he wore a fat shoot in, in the film. And then show his actual physique, if you will, uh, for that one. Then I believe uh, she was... Uh wow. Wow. She was also with uh, Joel McHale, and that was her boss in the film. But then, you know, she she's just thinking like, "Oh, I've done something wrong," which tragically it, it's kind of funny <laughs> because of how it was. And then there was a scene with uh, Martin Freeman. Uh, for those who uh, don't remember his work, uh, Sherlock, uh, he's Watson. He's also in the galaxy guides for, uh, for the, uh, highway, uh, people. And her, uh, her accent keeps changing left and right for him up to the point where she says, I talk like a Barat And it literally shows the scene with him being disappointed. Uh, Anthony Mackie was in there. Uh, the somewhat the list goes on but even so uh this was a funny comedy movie that i did fall in love with literally and once in a while like t- take a look at it because it's 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 a funny it's a funny movie it's a funny you know romantic movie so yeah uh these are like literally now uh my top 10 (laughs) romantic uh films for valentine's day uh if anyone wants to you know take a gander or look uh is there other films i would recommend uh yeah uh there's a lot uh for one thing uh for those old school uh romantist ones and i do mean romantist uh, Me Before You uh stars with uh Emily Clark and her story is with this guy who's you know who's literally uh in a wheelchair and it's already like cute and you know, dramatic as it is. And that is kinda like a romantic that so he's thinking of her and she's trying to do whatever she can to not make him feel you know depressed or whatever and that in itself was already uh that's already was a lovely movie but even so it was something tragic at the end uh the vow uh and i actually like this movie as well not because everyone assumes that it... oh it has uh chad and tina minute it. no that's too obvious (laughs) now uh the the film has a real life story to it because uh rachel mcadams character uh literally plays a woman who lost her memory and lost about a good like a good chunk of years uh realizing that whatever she developed during that time she completely forgot about it like it literally her brain like kind of reset after so many years on that one and he's trying his best to hold up in the whole relationship understanding where she's coming from understanding where she's going with this trying to figure out if she's like trying to remember or do what she can and in itself it's like it's tragic because he wants to help her but the only way he can help her is if he can let her go for a while and towards the end it's like she comes back to him just reliving the same thing that he already know but it, it, it's cute it's funny and also a uh, real life story that she that the person that this film based on uh literally have a family and they're uh, fantastic uh in that mark so that's even cute also um and even so uh this is like kind of you Know out of the way, so to speak, but even so, this definitely has some elements to it. Some, not all. All right, just bear with me on this one. Uh, well, of course, it's in the title, too. Uh, Valentine's Day. I mean, it's not, it's enough said because uh, I'm an anthology nut, but <laughs> uh, this is actually a linear anthology uh, deal that deals with you know people who you know who have stories to tell and then all of a sudden it's like one after the other after the other uh there are some tragedies that there's broken up and there is like fantastic uh hi i'm back and i realize what's my worth to yes this is what happens happens you know it's 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 it I it's a cute movie, I will admit that. It's a cute anthology movie that deals with everyone's Valentine's Day. But even so, you know, it's something that uh can be looked at if anyone is in the mood for ha ha in comedy comedy. So uh yeah, I'm gonna end today's episode with that. Uh I do thank you for listening to these episodes. Uh keep in stride that you can actually find some of these movies on any streaming platform um, I'm just going to name like three off the head Uh, you can find it on Hulu you can find it on Netflix Uh, I often find myself uh, gravitating towards uh, like Pluto Pluto TV or Tubi but even so uh, these films are not hard to find I also recommend if you even have a copy uh, just pull them out once in a while you know, it, it doesn't hurt to like have an old DVD or an old VHS and just like, okay, maybe not the VHS because those are things that are a little hard, just a little, and um, enjoy because uh, some of us uh, do do love a good romantist uh, night, uh, you know, sitting, sitting down, having dinner and enjoying the wonderful time with our significant others. That being said, uh, I do appreciate you guys listening. You guys are fantastic people. Uh, Until the next episode, you guys stay good now. Until then, see ya. Hey guys, um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on, uh, Apple, surprisingly, I think. I'm also on Spotify, as well as Anchor.fm itself. Also, I am on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Public Radio. Just come over onto, uh, the Anchor website for me on, uh www.anchor.fm slash edcast20 that is www.anchor.fm forward slash edcast20 yeah just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up Until then, thanks for listening.